star beings from Sirius are here, and we're here to touch your pioneer gland by the way of cosmic conversations and get you ready for enlightenment. Aquarius, you know we got the funk man. Aquarius, conversations real enlightening. Aquarius, Uranus planet of lightning. Aquarius, it's time to do the right thing. Hey, 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 what up, what up, what up? What's going on, party people? All right, welcome back to another episode Cosmic Conversations. I'm your host, Noble Ampu, a.k.a. Mr. Aquaman, Mr. Aqua Boogie, the ambassador of the Aquarian Age. So today is, you know, this show is my therapy, man. I, don't, I really don't care if nobody listened to it. It's just therapy for me, right? But, you know, to the select few, you know, hopefully things resonate. And most importantly, hopefully you activate whatever it is that is resonating with you for the desired end goal that you have. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, man, I want to start with the earth is an imbalanced place, right? I had a very turbulent week this week. Very turbulent. And it's an imbalanced place. When you look at the earth in of itself, it's not a perfect circle. In reference to the sun around January the 3rd, 4th, we're closest to the sun about 91 million miles away. And six months later, around July 4th, we're the furthest away from the sun, about 94 million miles away. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the sun is not at perfect center to us far as distance all year. When you look out into creation, The elephant has a nose that is an arm. An ostrich, a chicken, has wings and can't fly. Human beings have wisdom teeth we can't use. I call this place beautiful, perfect imperfections. It appears that when you really closely look at creation, the divine intelligence within whatever you are observing is striving to become better can kind of see some imperfections a little bit perfect imperfections again an ostrich has wings and it can't fly why that doesn't even make sense right you can see evolution per se right you can see the human being as a sperm looking like a tadpole going through 
the reptilian stage of development. Fetus starts to develop and then you go through a amphibian phase. And then you come out and you go through the mammal phase. When you understand the human brain, and you need to Google image what I'm about to tell you. There's something that's known as the reptilian brain, also known as the, this is where at the base of your skull, um, your medulla oblongata sits right up in this region right here. That's known as, known as your oldest brain. This is where a lot of the, you know, autonomic processes take place without you thinking. Think about that for a minute. You, you don't tell yourself to produce temperature and blood cells, you know, duplicate yourself. Now kill yourself now, get exported out and all of that stuff. You don't do none of that. Saliva production, cellular respiration, you don't do none of that, not consciously. You have no clue. And then there's something called the midbrain. So there's a lower brain we just talked about, known as the reptilian brain. Um, then there's the midbrain, known as the limbic brain. <clears throat> L-I-M-B-I-C, limbic brain. Some emotional centers sit here that govern some automatic processes as well. This is really more like the emotional center that deals with the amygdala, that deals with the hypothalamus, the pituitary gland, pineal gland, um, and many others, right? And then there's the Johnny-come-lately brain known as the neocortex, which is right behind your forehead. So it's like you got a brain behind your forehead and you got another region of the brain that's like by your ears, midbrain, and you got the lower brain that's connected to, you know, the stem of your neck, which is connected to the spine. And these have three different functions. In the Johnny-come-lately, Neo, like Neo in the Matrix, this new guy, gives you a sense of I am and who, it's me. So if you take away the neocortex and that science says, hey, this is the latest brain to develop, then what do you have? You're in a place like an animal, perhaps like my favorite, the jellyfish, particularly the rainbow jelly. It doesn't have eyes, it don't have ears, it don't have nose, it doesn't have glands for sexual reproduction. You can't even see what we, what we would call a brain that processes consciousness. You can see straight through the jellyfish. Like where is its function at to give it, you know what I mean? To give it function, to give it direction, right? Our dog had worms not too long ago and I was in his poop and, you know, I'm a scientist. So I put the poop on the back of my truck on the, you know, on the tailgate, let the tailgate out, grab the gloves. Grab some baking soda, grab some diametrous earth. And you can't see, it's just a clear tapeworm. You can't see no brain, you can't see no eyes, you can't see none of that stuff. It don't have that, it's just flat. But where is the things that is making it function? Cause it's moving. So I hit it with diametrous earth, it's taking way too long for it to kill it. I got it, but I hit it with baking soda, that boy gave up the ghost. 
Baking soda is the truth, right? And so you can see the process of evolution here. Whether you, if you don't have this Johnny Come Lately brain, then you more or less in a, a different state of existence of how you relate to the environment, right? Like a plant, for example. Plants are sentient beings, right? Totally responding off vibration, they're alive. A peace lily will let you know. A peace lily will droop if you don't water her. It's gonna fall all the way down. As soon as you water, it goes all the way back up. So it's moving, it's alive. But it doesn't relate to the environment the way you and I. In fact, it looks like it's staying still. It's never gonna move out of its pot, right? So you can just see the process of consciousness. Man is born with a dual nature, man meaning man and woman. We're born with a dual nature. This is your good angel on one shoulder, the bad angel on the other shoulder, externalized as God and devil. This is a dual thing that we're in. So inherently, we're both good and evil at the same time, and we have to make a decision on which are we going to choose to be. Gotta make that decision. Can you even balance yourself in a place that is imbalanced? For lack of a better word, and it's not that no pun intended, but the earth has two poles, the North Pole, South Pole, they wobble. The earth is wobbling, and this, is, this creates a phenomenon known as the precession of the equinoxes. I, I use terms in hope that you will Google to start to study for yourself. The earth wobbles on this axis, so it's not a perfect spin. It's sort of like when you take a quarter and you spin it on, on a flat surface, you see how that spin wobbles? That's how the earth is, it wobbles. So we're in a place that's not centered to the sun. We're at a place that wobbles. We live in a place where 365 days have to fit in 360 degrees of a circle. It's not a perfect circle, it's more like an egg, an oblong circle. So maybe the consciousness, the God, is in the business of trying to figure it out in the sense of perfecting. But it's all perfect, but it's perfect imperfections. Why have wisdom teeth if you can't use them? The human being is a classic example with that to show you that we're in a process of evolution to evolve. So the biological imperative, hence the divine intelligence that makes up who we are, is having an experience, is logging information, and it will come back and morph to try to figure out how to get these four extra teeth in return that's eight extra nerves in your brain that have to turn on because teeth are connected to cranial nerves and cranial nerves are usually in pairs 
So if you have four teeth and it's two to each, right? Two nerves to one tooth, that's eight nerves in your brain that have to turn on. We're in the process of evolving. So the prayer goes, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive our trespasses. It also says forgive our debts as we forgive our trespasses, as we forgive our trespassers or as we forgive our debtors. Right. It's the other translation. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Forgiveness, realizing the imperfection. Here's the key. Here's the, here are the three major keys for me. The three major keys are faith. And I'm not talking about just a belief in God. I'm not talking about that. I think it starts with faith or belief in anything that you feel is worthy, whether I'm going to get a new car, whether I'm going to get new money, whether I'm going to believe in God, whatever it is, faith, trust, because you got to trust that it's going to work and then surrender. Just because you trust something don't mean that you surrender to it. I got to go back and find a scripture <clears throat> that pointed that out. It's kind of like praying, but worrying still. It's like, oh, you really don't believe and have faith in that prayer then, huh? Because why are you still worrying? Surrender. There's beauty in surrendering. There's beauty in vulnerability. I cried today. I'll probably cry some more. Because I'm realizing, again, it's just on replay, the imperfections, the unconscious imperfections. Because never in a million years could you have told me, hey, you know, one day you will learn the cosmic art of the cosmos, cosmology, astrology, whatever you want to call it. You'll be able to successfully predict things for people and world events. You'll be able to help people. And this will be a, a, a great gift that you will develop. You couldn't have told me that. You have an interest in hypnosis and you will learn that technique and you will help someone no longer have asthma by them having faith in you, trusting you and surrendering to the process for them to even get into their own subconscious and see what is called a past life. And they'd be healed and haven't had an asthma attack since 2013. You couldn't have told me that. 
would take people on spiritual journeys through North America at very sacred points. It has a more influx of energy than any other regular place. You couldn't have told me that. So who I am becoming or who I have become In hindsight, you couldn't have told me that. So now that means what? You don't have a knowledge of your unfolding. And in the process of this unfolding, maybe the lack of your knowledge about the unfoldment, maybe because you, you still got the programming of being impatient and being harsh and whatever the case may be, you hurt people. You suck in the relationship that you was in. How can you say you love, but yet it ended up in hurt? And it don't mean that you don't love, but it's still a question. Especially when you say that wasn't the intention. What happened? And that's scary, ladies and gentlemen. Because if you don't know, for me, like, well, sh damn, what am I to become 10 years from now, five years from now, that I'm not necessarily aware of? You didn't have a knowledge of self, or if you did, because this is partially true too, what I'm about to say, the false programming or the program, when you say false, the programming of reality doesn't necessarily sit and identify with my reality. What's the definition of a man? Is that really a man? What's the definition of husband, boyfriend? Is that really it? What is your style in relationships? What is the things that you are compatible with? What are some things that are non-negotiables for you? Do you even know? The lack of knowing yourself, especially those of you who are on the journey it starts to become lonelier and lonelier. And truth be told, the ones who dedicated themselves on this path, let's just call it a path of God, they become what we would call zealots, monks, day in, day out. Start giving up worldly possessions and go to the hermitage. And they just want to serve because they fall in love with the creator and do what is called the mystical union so much so it's record it's reported it's recorded that some women have had visions of christ touching their heart and then will have scars on their breasts 
and become married to Christ in spirit and have physical, you know, markings. Same is true inside of with men in the Mary energy or in India, you know, it may be the goddess Kali, the mother goddess and things of that nature, the divine union. Jesus Christ says something in the book of Luke. Turn around, told his disciples, you can't be my disciples if you don't love me more than you love your husband, your wife, your children, your mama, your daddy, brothers and sisters. You must love me more than you love them. They came to the Christ and said, hey, man, your mama and your brothers is out there. And he looked at them and said, hey, my followers, that's my mama and brothers. Everybody can't go. And that's tough. Oprah used to always ask people on their physical journey to financial success. Who did you have to leave behind? because everybody is not going to go. We see this just in the physical standpoint of business, your journey of life, everybody not going. Childhood friends would no longer be friends. You will grow apart. All of us have went through that, at least that part, because you've become grown. You've, you've, you've merged the path for yourself in your own life. And you're busy in life now. Perfect imperfections. Is it even an illusion to even try to balance yourself? It don't mean that you, of course, you don't want to, you know, be whatever you don't want to be. It's more of a philosophical question today. How do you balance yourself in a place that's imbalanced? Ooh, you get an equinox twice a year, two days out of 365 days. Really? The nights and days are even. Unless you, I guess you on the equator, maybe it's the same there. This creation is weird. It's studying. It's trying to figure something out. And I think to get to a place of surrendering, which we're going to have to define that at a later date and really get into it, but a place of surrendering, allowing to be what is to be. Allowing yourself to walk the path that you know is the path. It's not easy. For some of us, it's just not easy. You're going to have to lean on into it. And one day, one day, we'll look up and hopefully we have arrived.
hopefully whatever that destination may be maybe i'm sure a lot of people are there already they have arrived they're there <clears throat> hopefully right <clears throat> this thing is a trip the spirit the soul you may arrive physically you may arrive financially but can you truly say you arrive spiritually on the soul level have you arrived there the journey is a process that we just must be committed to do and as they taught in AA I know I'm not alcoholic I just had to attend those classes because as a youth I got in certain troubles for certain things so they made me go to AA one day at a time what's the mission for the day stay sober choose love over adversity don't mean that we're not going to have adversity if you fall short there's a prayer for our shortcomings and strive again to do better the next day especially when the next moment of adversity comes through to recall what you practice and to put it into motion and hopefully win the day one day one battle at a time that's my sermon for today okay <laughs> All right, so I'm sorry if it felt heavy. I didn't want it to feel heavy. It's not my intention for it to feel heavy. It's just a little food for thought. Little food for thought. I feel better, right? And um, let's just see what we need to make the adjustments at. Make the adjustments. And the beautiful thing about resistance I will say it builds muscle. Yeah, in order to get fit, you got to sweat. You got to you got to do things and push things. You have to pull things to you and then push these heavy things away from you. And pull it to you and push it away from you again. And you keep on pulling and pushing this heavy object. You start to build strength. And you actually start to look good when you do it so there's beauty in adversity it really is it really is it really is i just would like for it to be when other people are involved on the same page that is it so in the Lord within, we pray, the Father, the Son, the Mother, and Daughter, all is the Holy Spirit. <laughs>